Welcome to The Journeyman Cave, a podcast where we meet and chat with some of boxing's more seasoned road warriors, hosted by Mark Shakespeare and Chris Scarf. Welcome back to The Journeyman Cave, everybody. Um, Episode number six, Mr. Shakespeare, how are you doing? Not too bad. Still going strong, aren't we, mate? Yeah, yeah, and really enjoyed uh, Harry's episode, the one that you uh, ran on your, ran solo pretty much. But yeah, we're good, that went. Um, yeah, really good episode, and it was good to have you back in studio, mate. Exactly. You were missed. You were. Um, and then this week, another local boy, Ben Wager. What can you uh, tell us about Ben? Yeah, very good friend with Ben. Known him a long time, and obviously we say we do like to get some Barley fighters on, local yep. fighters. And a bit like Andy Townend, really. He's been around the block, been in the away corner a while, a few times. Um, I'll still talk about a few of them fighters, you know, in this interview, including yeah. people like Martin J. Ward, you know, Anthony Catcher, world champion now. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the Battle of Barnsley. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Yeah. Before we do get Ben in, I just want to tell everybody, if you want to help support the show, you can get yourselves a Journeyman Cave t-shirt. I mean, you have got one, haven't we? They're uh, lovely garments. Oh, most so, certainly are, mate. Best out there. <laughs> Best up market, I think. From our friends at Blackford's in Barnsley. Um, there's links on all our profiles online. There'll be links in the description notes and this if you want to help support the show. And uh, buy yourself a bit of merch. But having said all that, let's go and uh, talk to Ben. Let's do it, mate. Now, you really, Ben. It's Sheck who knows everybody, who knows hot boxes. They're all mostly strangers to me. But as far as I remember, you were the first one that he took me to go and see at Metrodome. And I think I've seen you a couple of times. So actually, I do know. I do know somebody who was on podcast yet. Yes, you do, mate, don't you? So yeah. It's, uh, but then we were saying earlier, weren't we? Five years ago. Nearly oh. five years, I think, weren't it? Is that when your I, last, I, was that your yeah, last fight? Yeah, were, uh, I couldn't believe it. October, my little boy's five now. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, like, say, 10-month-old on our box last. So, yeah. Be... Do you miss it, though, Ben, at all now at all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see, this uh, white collar and unlicensed thing has absolutely ruined the professional game, as well as COVID and, and all the rest of it. That's that's had a, an influence on it. I couldn't have like boxed for it all where where everything is now. But even your white collar, it's, it's twenty pound tickets or thirty pound tickets or whatever, and it's just absolutely blown ass out of professional boxing. Who wants to go and pay sixty, seventy, eighty quid for a professional ticket? But the people who know boxing know there's these different levels. Yeah, yeah I mean. You get these white colours and unlicensed and stuff. That thing, the boxing for a British title, the boxing for Mickey Mouse titles, and it and it bugs me. Absolutely bugs me. We all over social media that they'll be in pub week before. Never did I have a smell of alcohol or old fatty foods before. Like for twelve weeks in it in a camp and they they, they, they treat it like. But it absolutely bugs me that they can't even lace my gloves. Imagine that. I mean, what would that little flavour you saw yourself? It's not green. It's not clean. Yeah, want it. <laughs> Oh. Was to come round to ours, didn't they? And they had a little Tupperware box with black coffee. Yeah. Yeah, you had to live it, mate. A good career and all. All right, you know. Yeah, good people, career, people say good career. Uh, Could have been better. Could have been better. It's all the same, same story, isn't it? People say, if I knew then what I know now, and you get, and obviously you get people when you're going through your career, they're, they're 
telling you this, telling you that, and you're just like, you don't take, really take it on board as, as much as you should. And then after you've been in there and done it and you think, I'd have done things, definitely done things different. What would you have done? What would you change, I think, mate, if you go back? I don't know. Uh, Everyone, cause everyone's going to, I mean, I think most boxers always say, you're not first to know, said that I wish I knew what I knew back then. You know what I mean? You don't be the first person to say that. No. You know, but I think you got looked after all right with Carl, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Carl. Glenn, I, I have no, no against Glenn. Glenn were a, it were good. Frank, Frank literally took me there. I went out. I used to train with Frank and then go through to Glenn's for sparring and stuff like that. But then my first few fights were in, were in Sheffield. So trying to drag a load of people to Sheffield, which it's all right being, you've got, if you have a couple going, they've got two tickets. Then they've got two taxi, they've got your taxi fare, their taxi fare home. Then you've got two lots of drinks to buy. It's a day and night out for some yeah. people, you know, if, and people, some people aren't got it. You can do 150, 200 quid easy on a, on a night out. And some people, well, like I said, everything that's going up now. I don't know how professional boxing's going as as well. And like I say, we all white collar and stuff. It's uh, it's crazy, but it was nice to you know with sponsors and stuff that I had. They, yeah. they kept me going. I probably want to be able to do it without them because it's it's a lot of money again throwing it in for you. Everything that goes to ev- people don't see behind the scenes how much goes on, right? and that's obviously white white collar and stuff bugs me even more because they aren't doing three hundred fifty pound brain scans and. Uh, hundred pound medicals and this that over all the way through. It's a different game. Most certainly is, mate. I met the first day. I had that last night. I went to Sheffield to see uh, Wayne Reed, Reed, and he brought Lewis Rutherford with me. And he mentioned you got a bad with brain scans. And yeah. all that. I didn't even know well, that. But... I used to trip like, when I used to go through to Glen Roads. Wayne Reed was there, so I've had a, a stint with Wayne. And you were confident, you know. When when I was messaging Wayne, you were like, "Really? Oh, you don't want me on? I'm shit and all this stuff." Wayne Reed is and, thick as pudding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? When I went through, he was a confident kid. Well, yeah, yeah, he, he was sat there. He's JD and Coke, and I thought, hey, oh, yeah. he's not the kind of person I thought he was going to be. Bit of Dutch courage. Yeah, he's all right, Wayne. Yeah, we're a good kid. He's coming on. In it, we'll get him. So we finished off, didn't we? For that central area, mate. We'll go yeah. further on before we had Johnny Greaves, didn't we? Johnny Greaves, what a lad. Guy, yeah, I uh, mentioned him. Oh, there's not many people not been in with him, has there? Yeah, around your way. And I've got a bad word to say about him. What were you, did you teach her? Oh, were you talking to her in there? Or, uh, I knew I knew Johnny prior to, to going into to fate him, really. Yeah. I think we had a, a bit in chronicle about we would be mates up until bell rings, and then I'm I'm a take your head basically. Um, you said that a lot, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I pull a big car to yeah. eat, what, um. If you come for a fight, I'm up for it. Yeah, yeah. it's the same old thing. Boxing is that kind of sport, and you can, as long as you've got the the man about you to shake, shake hands before, shake hands after, for them 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, you, you didn't ring, you, you dislike each other. But yeah, Johnny is a nice kid. Um, I remember it was a bad fight, to be fair, because leading up to it, FM were going all right, and it was a Sheffield show. A week before the fight, the uh, going the stuff about who were boxing from our gym, and anyway, a couple of days before, I'm a ticket just sold. I says, Well, I've done about 50. Oh, you need to do more than that. I'm like, You mean I need to do more? Oh, well, uh, the tickets that they'd give me were the full of two fighters because yeah. I was local, I had to sell them or whatever, which was case, it were all right. And then the my wages got docked by like a quarter or something, so I was like, that, I, Yeah, but I'd, 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 I'd got my weight down, I'd had a 12 week camp. But I trained and I'd done all sparring and I'd done everything for it and I'll fit as a lop and, and everything was going good. So I thought I may as well do it because it's experience and this and that other. Um, 
and I did it for 250 quid. I boxed 250 wow. quid. Wow. But on the back of that, me and Frank spoke and I'm like, end of the day, Johnny's, it's his job. Do you know what I mean? And he's still got his full purse, yeah. a grand or whatever he got. But if I had pulled out, it took his bread yeah. and butter away from him, which, yeah, we, which were his bills and his shopping and his, it was his job. So. Yeah, he would have got paid for it, wouldn't he? That's so good to whether, see, whether, whether he'd have got a, a late, phone call from someone else but he'd have had his plans and that I don't know what he paid his gas and electric and shopping for for month I don't know but um I weren't gonna so our fit is a lot it was 250 quid in my pocket it was Johnny's wage so we went out did four rounds and yeah yeah he's a good lad Johnny isn't he? we're gonna go see him won't we in February but it got cancelled it and so we'll be going down to see him before yeah. mentioning oh. today another good journey man all fought him twice didn't you Michael Mooney Oh yeah, Daft is an land daft as a brush outside at ring. You are an absolute nut, nut case. I think he still has his problems at times, bless him. But he's a character, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. But I know second time when you fought him, I worried me. He just he'd spark Sam O'Mason. Yeah, he'd come he'd come for it and all, didn't he? Yeah, I, I did done two before. I did two in a row. Mason and somebody else. Yeah, didn't he? and they were coming for it. Um, I think he would have been hard done. Not hard done. To, I think he felt hard done to when. Uh, what it left him stepped in and and stopped it. Yeah, but I'd set about him. I did him a good shot, and and I all that round. I think I was I on top of him, on top of him, and I hit him a a body shot, and uh, and it might and it weird like I I watched that fight for years, and, and I still remember it to this day. I did him a good shot, and I felt him wince, and I, I set about him. And referee jumped it. Obviously, you you see him referees the the know when the no different fighters, and. They obviously know when, when somebody's hit somebody and the, it's their, their job to keep somebody safe, and it's yeah. good stop is that, mate? Try to record that one, it? Uh, not many stop morning, do they? No. Uh, like I said, I felt he he felt a bit hardened by it, but I thought it was a, a good shot to call him when and I went on top of him. But it was a good win to have that, mate, yeah, like you said. And then you went on to, we had it with Martin J. Ward. Oh, yeah. That, that was a, a fast one. Not saying I'd have won the fight, not saying I thought I'd have definitely done better. Um, but I, I just weren't even. I weren't even there. I got gloved up at quarter past five. Again, this experience about floaters. Never knew all about that. Never been on a TV show in my life. Said to everybody, oh, "I'm a boxing, uh, a right high-rated kid. Gonna, probably going to be on Sky. Probably get a bit of TV from it. Somebody might notice me, and I might get a few more fans from it. Gets close quarter past about five o'clock or whatever. Gets warmed up and that. When I sit down and all right, so yeah." And then, oh, come on, end that fight, it's going to get warmed up. Oh, that, that went 10 rounds, that went 10 rounds, that went 10 rounds. Literally gets to midnight and I'm still in, still in gloves and I'd literally been in gloves for, for five hours, six hours. At one point, I'd literally got my kit bag, laid down, I'd had half an hour's kit. I went, quick, right, you're on. I jumped up, swilled my face full of water. Thought, right, I'm, I'm in uh I'd, uh, I'd had little bits of snacks and stuff like that, but I'd not really had no right to eat yeah, since yeah. two, three in the afternoon. And then, oh no, you're not, you're not on there. So, so I, looked, I said, I've had enough now, I'm, I'm going home. Uh, that, I mean, I've, I've been here for too long. Somebody went and did, said whatever they needed to say, um, that I weren't fighting. And they come back, they were like, you'll be on next. So it's eighth round in this 10, ten round fight, you'll be on next. Keep your gloves on, you'll, you'll get an extra 500 quid, which. It were a sweetener for me. It were at uh, Excel in London, and he had a place full of supporters yeah. that had have kicked off right if uh, if it had gone gone if it had not been on. So I, I, I thought I'm I, again. I've travelled here. I've 
don't don't know what I need to do. I'm just gonna gonna take my thought put up a good fight, but I have not got the whole video of that one. No, I ain't seen that either. No, but uh, we're coming out and it, uh, Frank had said to me, look from from second round, and you were your timing were all over the place. But if, if you don't, if you're not up there, if you haven't got it up there at that day, if your head's not there, it's just he caught me. And I thought, I've been caught, and I swung at him and missed him by a mile. And uh, he, he jumped back on me and caught me again. And I went, I, I spun around and went through ropes. Mm. And I, I pulled back around and um, I got a count for it. And then uh referee said, boxing, let's come out, come at me like a bullet and just put a load of shots on me, covered up, and it got stopped. So I got stopped in six, but uh, never never really seen a video or, or no, I, I could have. Looked at and said, "What did I right? What did I wrong? Or what I even there? I don't know." From people, I only took my best mate and uh, Stace went with me. They went down in car, yeah, and it was just like we rocked up. She's been good for the other one, Stace. Hasn't she? Oh she yeah, gone through a lot with the aren't she? Again, she pe- rock. people don't understand um, that the partners um, with people they live it as well. Uh, our in training, she she would not. I couldn't have no way now. So we're on a diet and temptation. If it's there, I'd go. I'd go in car. I'd pull dash down in car. There'd be some chocolate biscuits in in <laughs> thing, and I'd I'd be I'd be mad about it. Like I'd be slamming. I'm sure. What, what you got? Chocolate biscuits in car, but she kept doing car out of way, taking yeah, the house. Of um, literally, all, all that were in house was was stuff for me for dieting and and stuff like that. But, uh, She's possible, mate. Isn't she? Our in horrendous mood. Like yeah. all he did was eat out. Train ridiculously, up running at five in the morning, go and do a shift at work, come on from work, go back to gym, train, then cook a load of food for the next day and put it all into poor dishes. You're, you're so tired because you've been up at, since half, four, quarter, five in the morning. You've come in at bath, you've had your tea, and it's just like you legged out. All your mates, oh, gets the weekend, your mates like, oh, we're doing something this week. Well, they didn't even use to ask, got to bottom the the thought that we're not asking him because he's, he's training or whatever. So you miss out on a lot of social life and stuff like that. Yeah, but she looked she looked after the aren't she? Yeah, yeah. I'd say she's, uh, she's um, been, been there every step of the way with me. Yeah, she's a good lass. You got two real nice kids and all that, mate, aren't you? Yeah. And that little girl, she's good as gold, isn't she? Uh, yeah, a lot of terror. <laughs> no matter what else, I just like I say it's another one of them. I, I thought when uh, when I said was ten on pole, then I'd won that central area. I can still do this. I can I can do this out of her. Then you start walking and talking, and your your life changes, doesn't it? I mean, what is the kids in my world title? I, I, I won't change him, change him for the world. As he gets to three, you think oh, he's getting a bit bit of independence about him now, and you don't need as as much. I might start getting back to the gym. I might start doing stuff, and then you put another throw another mix in, and and you you got another one on the go. So <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, we were proud to follow you, mate. We always yeah, enjoyed it. They've been mentioned a few podcasts. We, we're saying, yeah. I, saying I like, how you see these Metrodome shows now, nah, and nobody ever feels like me and Bended. The Bands of Bends, or whatever you used to call us, Big Ben, Little Ben. Me and Ben Davis used to fill that place. I mean, never did you have an atmosphere where, where it was like that. You were good together, though, mate, as well. We lived yeah. it. You lived it, didn't you? And you were good to have each other by your side, really, wasn't it? Yeah. And then the other big TV bit, when they fought Stalker. Yeah. That were another one. I thought this is a this is a big chance to fury and Chisora undercard. Um, there's gonna be it's gonna be a packed place, atmosphere, experience, everything more were there for it. Then Chisora pulled out. Then they got fury. This I don't know. They got him some foreigner. 
some numpty and uh, we, we'd been there to Wayne and uh, it just didn't materialise, didn't go on like it was. So then that fate went off. So when I got there, it weren't, weren't nowhere near as full as, as what it was going to be. Or, but I still took a, a right crap. I guess took, I did. I, they were all shouting, mate, weren't they? Yeah. They all wager cry, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it took, took 40, 50 with me to um, MEN at Manchester and uh, we had a good good crack. It must have been good though, that, mate. It must have been a buzz for you, that. Yeah, well, I, I'd... It's same old. It was a good average one, Stalker, but yeah. I, I don't think his, his, his style were ever going to be match the pro game, was it? Mm. Um, or it captured for or somebody and all betting, and you, or it catch you. Uh, oh, could catch you. Yeah, I know. I always. He's British title, now, yeah. Ireland, but uh, yeah, Stalker were never going to going to be a, a high pro. I don't think just with his, his style, he had a good amateur style, but his pro game different. Mm. Um, so I knew I was he was taller than me. He's got more range than me. He's just going to box and run um, so I had to get to him and then I caught him he was all over the place it was gone, I wasn't think it? when you look back 25 shots and then he never answered a shot or he was just wobbling all over I don't know why he stayed up to be fair and he was all constantly just trying to grab hold of me grab hold of me and I just determined to, to get it um, and it didn't happen I lost some points uh, again I think I didn't know I thought about it. I don't know yeah. uh, I didn't know how they could win the rounds when it wouldn't First rounds probably because he was just hitting and running. Uh, the later rounds, I thought I'd, I took it to him, I'd hurt him, and then he ran off again. So. But uh, yeah. But what it all what it all bet stock up for straight capture or uh, no? So I remember it because me and Stalker fought, and then Jack Cattrall and oh, somebody else fought the fight after, yeah. and the winner of the two fights ended up fighting each other, which <clears> ended up being Stalker and Cattrall, and Cattrall knocked him out. And I said, "Gemily, I went on phone to you, and sir. Cattrall will beat him." Yeah. And I and thought, just, mm, he did, didn't he? And he's, well, he's turned out to be a, a right. Oh, he, def- he definitely won that against Josh Taylor, didn't he? Without he did. Oh, God, no doubt whatsoever. It was heartbreaking, that, wasn't it? Yeah. I see he just pulled away corner. Yeah. Got stuffed again, didn't we? Yeah. And what what, what were Catchy like then? Uh, I, again, I took that one. No, I didn't know a thing about him. Knew he were, I think he had 161 amateur or something when I, when I, before he turned pro. Um. And I thought, I'll just go and have a go. <laughs> it's, it's a 14 foot square. Nobody's running. We're going to have a go. Went over to Ireland in this little working men's club. It was tiny. Came out, come out. Yeah. Boxing, boxing, boxing. Bang. Oh, I'm down here. He me, he's just hit me right hand, put me, put me down. I didn't even feel when it's one of them that you don't feel, you don't yeah. see, you're down. Um, I got up, had my count. Um, moving about, boxing about and that. Referee was stood behind me. I got it with a jab, my head went back, jumped in and stopped it for he's just seen my head go back, you know. This yeah. but for four of the six fights all got stopped that night, all in yeah. favourite red corner and I just think Again, not saying I'd have beat him, not saying I f- thought it was a ray shot that he caught me because I didn't see it or feel yeah. it, but uh just maybe a little bit premature stoppage. When I look back at my record it reaver I got stopped or, or I stopped them because I was in fakes, I didn't be involved in. But. Mm, we had big Barnsley Derby with Andy Townend, didn't we? Oh, yeah. At Donny Dome. Yeah, well, we first title fight that way with Andy. Mm. Um, again, new new lad, nice kid, but one of them we go to work We I never know a grudge against him. And to this day now, we, we see him and we, we have a lot of talk and clown and that's it. I wouldn't fight by a mile. Uh, to, to be fair, in my last fight, 
I was training with Ben Davis and Dave Ulley. Mm. Um and we'd obviously spoke about that and Dave Ulley, like they're all panicking. A lot, a lot of them are panicking. Sure, you for four out five rounds, you did not stop coming forward. And Dave was saying, "You can't keep this pace. You can't keep this pace. Just, just hold, hold yourself together. You can't, we can't, we can't possibly do yeah. it." Um, we bumped heads, and I thought, "Shit, I'm cut." To be fair, if there's any punch I've been hit with that, I've, I thought that were a great shot. It ran into me with a body shot, um, and I, I thought oh, that were a good one. You, you, you get it with a shot, and you don't see, you don't feel it. You just go down. Yeah, but you get it with a shot, and you've you've watched it, you know, you've you felt it, you know, a good body shot. Uh, but we bumped heads. I'd got a cut. I panicked. I thought this this only six round. I've got a cut. I'm going to another four to go. First time I'd ever done a ten rounder. I'd had a cut before when that Elvis McCord in my second fight, I think. So I went scared to get a cut. Panicked a little bit. I just feel like I'd, from that stage then probably I'd put a lot into it and in the yeah. first six rounds but I just started draining and draining and draining I started, sat on stool after eighth and Glenn Rhodes were like look Ben you've got a cut on your eye we can keep going for another couple of rounds and hope that but he's going to be aiming for this now and he says it's my my job stood in your corner here I think we should call it a day now retire on stool yeah. let it heal you'll be back out it only takes a few more bangs on it you might lose your eyesight it might yeah. be just one of them I say I'm just in here to do a fight. You're you're here to do your job, and we call it a day. I retired on the stool after eight. I didn't come back out for nine. So, but it was a good fight. But a great fight, and, and Andy loved it. When we had Andy on here, we were talking about it, wanting as well, and yeah. so it was a good fight on that. But he said he got told not to do it for three rounds. And the same old, same old in there. Mm. Kevin Hooper said that as well. Yeah, I never because I never had any game plan, or which is another thing. Which if I want a new back then when I knew yeah, that's right. Um I never had a game plan for a fight. It was it was literally four, six, ten rounds. I'm waiting for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all they've said to me in car all the time, eh? It's come to fight. And Hands up, go on, let's let, have it. Let's yeah. have a go, yeah. And uh but yeah, these people who in gyms with professionals around them and, and trainers and so on and so forth, they've all got game plans, they've all they've all worked stuff out, they've watched watched Mr. Death to see what, what I'm I'm good at what I'm not so good at. I'm going to come out and fight. Once let him come out, Bernie Senna. I don't know what, the, but uh, yeah, I was just there for a fight. I was a crowd pleaser. Everybody loved it, and uh, that's why I sell you sell a lot of tickets. You do. You were a crowd pleaser, mate. And like you said, Kevin Hooper, you thought but Wayne he changed, didn't he? Yeah, like unbelievable. I, I seen, seen him at Wayne, and I thought, I thought I'd be, I thought I'd beat him then already. I'd seen him box a few. It was atmosphere that and all that way you want it. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I'd seen Kev box a few times. Thought he was not a bad fighter. Seen him do distance quite a few times before this. I got to Wayne. I felt amazing and all. I felt on top of the world. I literally for weight and stuff. You see all these people that are all always comfortable on weight or it's just body shapes in it. And mm. like I never used to see it weight me until I until I, I weighed in on day. Never. Yeah. I don't think I ever made the weight before. I waited. Um, check weights. I don't know, know what people will say about check weights and stuff, but I, I never. I literally used to go and have a training session or drop my water or something just for that day, just to make you check weight, and then you fluid back up and, and go again. But you, you drink so so like drinking so much to your body carries a lot of water and that, and then yeah. the week of that fight, I'd probably be about ten four. Wow! And by the time just dropped my water like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, a couple of liters a day. 
I'd probably see two days before, I'd see 10 stone, 9.13, and then morning at 8, I'd just get up, 9.12, go for a walk, probably jump in the sauna for 10, 15 minutes, yeah. and then uh, you'd see, you'd see 9.9, an hour before you've ate, you'd be like, right, a bit of nerves, and I'll, and I'll or you'd see 9.10, and you'd say, I'd love to pound in, in whatever. Yeah, but you said you said Uber looked different, didn't you, after it Oh, up? yeah, he stood in front of him at scales, and I thought, I felt a million dollars, me. Yeah. And I just looked at him and thought, I've got you looking back at videos and pictures, the depth for me to the depth for him. Stood outside him, he just looked a bit bo- not bony, but he, he just didn't look as filled out or whatever. And then he come back to the rink next day and I thought, is it his brother that's got, got in here? Because he was just a totally different lad. Probably what people used to say about me. I'd, I'd come back to the rink next day, yeah. 10-7, 10-8, I used to come back to the rink, weighing in at 9-9. But everything's filled out and you're well hydrated and everything's good. I think... Kevard had never really gone much away from where if he boxed at 9-9 nine, nine, mm. he probably used to offer about 10 and a half stone yeah. or whatever whereas I've, I'd come from late 11s and pulled myself down and so you were probably more naps the better at it but I remember my eye like a Cornish pasty when next mm. day I literally but I've always cut caught you every, up yeah what is it nobody, nobody can tell you it's, it's your bones it's how you built in it yeah you know, maybe boxing weren't the game for me but I did all right in it while, while did there no what uh, we set hardest fight you've ever faced? Probably, bizarrely, Elvis McCord, yeah. they were called. And they didn't know a thing about him. It was my second fight. It was his debut. I boxed him at Sheffield Wednesday football ground. And he from the Democratic Congo or something. Yeah. yeah. And he rocked up to weigh in. And he was massive. <laughs> like, I was just, oh, like, oh, on earth. Is this my opponent? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and his name, it said, like, Ben versus Elvis on whiteboard when you're in, in a changing room or whatever. Oh. And uh, somebody went up and put, oh, it said Elvis McCord, and somebody put Presley or something underneath <laughs> it, you know, it took a bit, of, yeah. a bit of thing off it. And he literally, from his waist to his shoulder, were absolutely massive. And then he just had no legs. They were just, like, yeah. thin. And I was just a strong, naturally strong lad. as well. Not particularly no. that he could hit hard, but just been in his presence, mm, you know, yeah. when you were clinching and when you were stuff like that, just yeah. black lad with a shaved head, his head was like a brillo pad. I, I could feel it every time it brushed past my yeah. face. I thought, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't me now. Well, second round, cut, oh, in a four-round fight, and let's say four, I thought, I'm cut now, and I know it's probably going to get stopped for, for having a cut, so I just went out, of, well, I went out to have a fight anyway, but I went out, had a tear, we got a draw, yeah. Got a draw and cut up to your right, uh, cut for two rounds. Which, that was my first learning curve, getting a first cut and all that, but just the unknown. He didn't box for 18 months after that, and he was, after it, he was like, he was so strong, so strong. All right. I wish I'd have got an English title shot, though, Ben. Uh, I wish you would have done I know, I, I should have, I should have, have definitely. I think yeah. uh, Carl had said to me after Hooper, that was an English title, eliminator on it. Yeah. And I think if I'd have got through that, I think he said, I think you were Apple Yard well at the time. I mentioned this before today. I went to um, that fan cave in Meadowall and Dave Colwell were there and Dave Colwell were training. And I went, I told you I rocked up with wager gear. Oh, yeah. And uh, just after you won, I come to that minute central area like, and I says, when's Lee going to step in with Ben then now? And he says, oh, he's a strong kid, that Benny. He can fight, can he? You I boxed box Kofi Yates on Colwell Show. Yeah. At Ice Sheffield. That was the first time we'd fought four-hander. Mm. And I think Kofi were unbeaten at the time. And when you get a decision over four-hands, then I've set up in for central area at Metrodome. Yeah. I didn't, I weren't myself at all. I'm not making excuses for Faye, but I just I had like some potatoes and stuff and it just sat on me. And I, 
or burping his coffees in the Keep breath stinks and this that all the <laughs> And uh, I go back to the corner and uh, Carl looks at me, give me a drink and that old belching and stuff in the corner and, and just not me saying anything. I got out of the ring. sat on shit all night. So it's shit. So, but 10 rounds, I, I didn't get central area at that time. But you got it in the end, didn't you, mate? Yeah, I went. We were all there to see it, weren't we? I went to Blackpool Winter Gardens. 9 and 0 kid, Ryan Mulcahy. That went like well to wait though. And uh, central area shot. Come on, let's go and have a. They were always unbeaten kids, I thought. I mean, I, you never, never said no, yeah. ever. No, not once did did phone call ever come and say, oh, there were one fate. Um, I can't even remember his name now, but he was he were unbeaten, but he won't wait above me. And I got offered it, and I was like, yeah, I can't see why not, but I think you were a 10-7 welterweight. Mm. So they, they already had advantage and everything then. They were like, there's no need to, we'll, we'll just have a fate here. And, but yeah, Mulcahy, great fate, proper, enjoyed it. Winter Gardens, again, took a the boatload with me. Were I unlucky? I don't know. I, I didn't think it was as you far. Were low, didn't you, yeah, I, I didn't think it was far far out of what they they made out oh. it to be. Um, yeah, it's me a body shot, and I think uh, Kofi Yates and uh, Mulcahy were tweeting after and sort of saying that's our saying I haven't been able to move for a week. You're like, oh yeah, that's how I felt after I'd, I'd bought him and stuff. The tank want that. Yeah, the like tank. The tank want it. Think, yeah, uh, they always they called it the tank, didn't they? What, what photographer? Yeah, Karen. Priestley, kind of Priestley. Yeah, that's the one, she, yeah. She'd um, replied back to the tweet. I'm like, I don't think any of these fans it much, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, it were. Uh... But we got there in the end, mate. Yeah. And it was, it was brilliant to see, mate. And a nice shot to finish it. Yeah, all, well, it, again, it, I, I got offered fate. Well, it were Barnsley. We're going to have a central area. It's going to be at lightweight, which, oh, right, let's go for it. A five and a kid. I thought it straight away. I thought it's coming to win. He had great experience. That, that's a, that was my first initial thoughts. At five five fights, he ain't coming to beat me. He was beating me everybody in the mothers after twenty fights, you know. Yeah, it was just it was just nice. And I, I remember it now. I'm, I'm just go out, feel him out, see what crack is. And I could hear his corner shouting from behind me. Bomb that right hand, Danny, bomb that right hand. And I was and I was literally waiting for, for him to throw a right hand and as soon as he threw it, I just stepped back, counted him left left up right hand and it were a right it were a peach. For a peach. Yeah. Um and John Liffman and that literally gave him a standing count, nose. It were only early in fate, knows the style of fate I fate, looked over at me and I'm literally ready to yeah. go. It was like, he's just going to run over and fill him in. So he ended up stopping it. Yeah. It was unsteady on his feet, he stood up. And to be fair, he got up from it, didn't he? He did. His legs were all over, he got up. But a good way to finish, mate, wasn't it that? A good way. Yeah, well, I should have should have defended it in March. I hit me back training and it was Steve Brogan, I think I went to fight. Yeah. Um, Given an unbeaten kid from... Liverpool or something. You were definitely you were, um, managed to challenge you on it at the time. Yeah, so I went to box him, hurt me back, not what I could do about it. We were going to replant it for July or whatever, and I just got busy at work and I was struggling to get a gym. Uh, never, never got to take a title. Yeah, so as you look back back on, mate, we're a good career you had, mate. Yeah, would have been better in some ways, but you did all right, mate. Yeah. We should enjoy following you, so thanks yeah. for talking to us, mate. Yeah, yeah bang on. The Journeyman Cape is produced by James Proud. Music by Ryan Carrier. Special thanks to Rhythm Inc. Studios for hosting. All views expressed are of the guests only. The Journeyman Cape and host bear no responsibility for any opinions given. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at The Journeyman Cape.